Blog Talk Radio. Hi, my name is Jeanette Abdi, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I'm laughing because I got kicked off Facebook, so it looks like I'm going to have to go on to my Facebook Live on my other Facebook because I can't go onto my Facebook on the other Facebook that I have because I've been locked out of Facebook. <laughs> but you know what? If there's a will, there's a way. And Jeanette just will make it away because uh, I just got kicked out. But it's all good. So, again, I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Block. Talk Radio. So I'm going to be, hopefully somebody will call in to join me as I talk about this topic today, because this is a very interesting topic. And I don't even know how to merge with people to add them on to the show. I guess if I tag a friend and if I tag my other Facebook account, maybe that will help. Let me see if I could do that because, I can't even do the search. Let me see something. Look at this modern technology stuff. I don't know how I kick my own self out of Facebook. Okay, so I'm trying to figure this out. This is crazy. I can't even find my own self to tag myself. So, okay, so I can't even tag a friend. So I'm not going to even worry about it. I'm not going to try to tag a group. I'm not going to do all of that. But I guess some kind of way I will figure it out. Now, Reggie, and I don't even know Giselle's phone number. So I wanted to get in touch with her to have her join me on the show or have somebody else call me and join me on the show. Because when you say unorganized, today, Jeanette, it's just unorganized because I cannot figure this out. So let me see if I can get in touch with her. Yeah, and Okay, here it is. Okay. So I'm going to have her call it on the show because I'm just messing up all over the place. So when we talk about today's show, this show is for believers as well as non-believers. Hey, Giselle, how you doing? I'm all right, Mom. How are you? I am well, but I am live on the air, and Facebook may kick me off. So yeah. it kicked me off because some kind of way they wanted me to do my identity and all of that, so I'm at the law back on. So I don't think you can see I'm on the show. But are you busy? Because okay. I want you to I'm join not- me. Hmm? Okay, call in on the show at 516-387-1914, because I didn't get a chance to tag all the information out there, because like I said, Facebook kicked me off. Okay, I'm going to call you. Okay, all right, thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, so see, I won't be on this show talking by myself as we are talking about this topic, because like I said, this is a very interesting topic. In regards to becoming delivered, and when we talk about becoming delivered, what are we becoming delivered from? I had said something earlier about becoming delivered from sin. 
And someone said, we're never going to be delivered from sin. And that is true because there's different sinful acts that we can create or that we commit to or that we engage in. But when we talk about being delivered, what if we need to be delivered from people, places, things, bad habits, toxic relationships? There's a lot of things we can be delivered from. But by that same token, one of the things that I noticed is that sometimes people just want to hold on. It's like, Lord, take the taste out of my mouth or take this away from me. I see you, Tanya. You can call in, Tanya. We're talking about becoming delivered and how does a person become delivered. All of my little gauges and gadgets are all messed up right about now. But if you want to call in on the show, give me a call at 516-387-1914. Okay, so I've got Janelle. You know what, Janelle? I want to thank you for your obedience. I appreciate you. I really do, and I want you to know that I do appreciate you, okay? But when we talk about today's topic, which is entitled Becoming Becoming Delivered, and I indicated when I put the show together, and I said that many believers as well as non-believers struggle with being delivered from certain behaviors, habits, or people. Sometimes one may not know how or where to start. So that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about today, because when we talk about becoming delivered, some people say delivered from what? I am one, and I'm not going to say gluttony, but I'm one that I love food, and you know I love me some food, Giselle. And I don't like sharing my But Ryder has been here eating me out of house and home. <laughs> oh, me a writer. He's a grown boy. He's a growing boy. Ooh, Ryder can eat. I said, boy, Tisha should have sent him with an EBT card or some lunch or something, okay? Cause, um, He's a big ball. He ain't getting that. I know, I know. But one of the things is people used to tell me, Jeanette, I would rather pay your bills than buy your food because I like to eat. But for the past probably six, seven months, I don't even have an appetite. I don't even want to eat. You know, so I can't say that I've been delivered from that gluttony or glutton or food demon. I don't know. But I don't have a desire. I like going to the casino, like playing blackjack, poker. I haven't been. Don't have a desire. Don't even, you know, and sometimes you can pray for things to get better or change, and sometimes change can just happen. Now, what is your take when we talk about being delivered from certain things? What, what, what comes to your mind? Not now in my life, I come to a place where things needed to change. I, one, had to become willing. Mm -hmm. But, two, I I came into realization that I had voids. I had deep, whole, whole voids that I was trying to fill all my life. I didn't have my father as a young girl, and I probably was a, a, a princess, a daddy's girl, and I didn't have my father. I had that void. There was a lot of things that I think I needed and didn't get, right? I had a single mother that she gave all she had and kind of had to work, and there were things. So from young, there were these um, that areas where I was lacking, and I was trying to fill them. And then I ended up 
being in the world, right, and filling them, right, with, um, because the absence of my father, I, I then started, I was um, substituting with men, right? I was I was uh, chasing after wanting to be a wife and a mother, and um, so uh, I was, I began being kind of promiscuous at a young age, right? Um, I was feeling, trying to feel these voids. I did not know this growing up, what I was doing, but I was steady trying to fill a void that well, now that I am 37, I've come to a place in my relationship with my higher power, who I call God, Jesus Christ, that I realized that um, only these voids that I'm lacking, that I'm trying to fill, I tried to fill it with drugs, mm-hmm. right, um, and fell into addiction. Um, steady, and it was never enough, right? One is too many, a thousand is never enough. I could say that for every any any other kind of addiction, right? Whether it be food, whether it be men, sex, or, or substance, right? Um, I was steady trying to fill it. Uh, girlfriends, friends going there. Uh, listen, uh, but I've come to a place, and God has shown up in my life, where he's like, I can only fill it, you know. These things mm-hmm. that you need, these voids inside of you that you're steady trying to fill, I can only fill it. So this is where now I come to a place of knowing that, accepting that, and, like, now I'm at a place of trying to surrender it to him, like, there you go. Him and let him fill me with these things. Now, sometimes I kind of take it back and, like, oh, I don't want to give it to him. Like, some areas still are too hard for me to touch um, uh-huh. and talk about, even with God. So, um, but but I am seeing him do it right less and less now. Am I seeking these things and outside from outside sources and just trying to go to the inner source, the source, my higher power, and he's great he's delivering me from from mm-hmm. these things. Right? You know I what, like they say, it starts with a belief and a faith. You know, that it they say, happen. "Want to do it? Yeah, he will do it." Because God can work in mysterious ways. But it's interesting you said that because I remember um, when I was going to church and I was going to Higher Dominion Worship Center, and I remember going to the altar, and I was like, Lord, they say that you don't give us no more than we can bear. But I think you got me confused with somebody because it's too much. I can't do it. They can't deal with all this. And then there was a lady, um, I can't think of her name right now, but one of the pastor's cousins would always go to the altar every week, every week. And they were like, uh-uh, go sit her down. Go to the but sometimes we got these things in us, and sometimes when you say surrender and surrendering things, sometimes people can be embarrassed. People may feel ashamed of some of the things that they've done in the past, and the past is the mm-hmm. past. You don't have to be bound by things that you've been done in the past because you know what? Some people, and I've heard them say, you know what? I've been delivered from that. You may not mm-hmm. want to let it go. But God forgave me, and I right. forgave myself. So I'm not holding on to that anymore. You know, I remember one time I went to um, Pastor Noah Jones' church, and I was listening to Paula White preach. And yes. one of the things she said, she said, I may not be where I want to be, but I am not where I used to be. You know, and a lot of times that is a transition. That's when you have done away with these people, places, and things. Now, I'm looking at something, and it says, what does it mean to be delivered? To take, hand over, and leave it for another, convey, um, to basically surrender. And a lot of times we're talking about 
just surrendering, people have problems with that. Now, when I look up and it says in regards to in regards to what does it mean? It says what does being delivered mean in the Bible? As we mm-hmm. remember the Lord and His deliverance, He remembered us. He offered us convent that binds us to Him and bless us with even greater help and strength through His Spirit. He it's knowing who God is, who He is, who His character is. Knowing that you can do the delivered is knowing who he is in our weakness. He is made, he, he, we are made strong in our weakness. He, he is perfected. His power is perfected in, his when we, in our weakness. And just knowing God's character. So the shame that we may feel behind the sins we may have committed our past, like the things we've done and what's stopping us from submitting it to him is not knowing enough of who he is that he is sovereign and that he is, there's no condemnation in him, in him, right? So he's not mm-hmm. like, oh, you did, did, did this and you're in, no, it's like knowing who he is, once you do know that, right, that he's loving, that he's sovereign, mm-hmm. that he wants us to come with, the, with, with everything, the dirtiest, nastiest, grimiest thing, he wants mm-hmm. us to give it to him, right? Right? Jesus yeah. didn't condemn the woman at the well, right? The Samaritan woman at the well. He's, she's like, you're on your fifth husband, and the man in, in in your bed now is not your husband. And she's like, you're right, mm-hmm. but he didn't he didn't condemn her. You know, he wants you to bring it to him and be honest. Like, he already knows. But it's knowing who God mm-hmm. is that allows you to, that will free you to bring it to him, right? Yep. And you know what? And this is the thing. And I'm looking at something, and it talks about seven ways the Lord can deliver you. Because some people be like, who, me? How can he use me? How can you, how can, he can use anybody. And when I used to think of you, mm-hmm. know what that meant. But he can work through people. And that's one of the things, even with me and the work that I do, it ain't about me. I wasn't even prepared for this. I, girls in the internet, mm-hmm. I got a long back on. <laughs> my identity. Thank God I had two Facebook accounts. You know, but when you mm. face a challenge that doesn't seem to have a solution, what do you do? And that's what a lot of times we get lost. The Lord is the answer. And no, I... That is the big idea. He is the mm-hmm. answer to every circumstance, every situation. That's the big idea. He's the answer. Everything? Yes. Now, there's mm-hmm. different kinds of deliverance. The Lord has the power to deliver us from challenges and problems we face, but he has many different ways of delivering us. And sometimes they may not be what we expect, but we can learn from the scriptures what kind of those different kinds of deliverance are. Now, Reggie is at my house now. I haven't even went to go see what he looked like because, girl, if writer let him in because if he would have been drunk, I wouldn't have let him in my house. But he had been calling me on my nerves, and there are some things he needs to be delivered from. So I don't know if you talked to him today, but he just came. Did you talk to him today? I talked. He called me yesterday. Okay. He just came in my room just now. First he texted me. He just came in my room and told me that that man that he was living with, his ex-boss. Yeah. Yeah, over those months. Now, I don't know if this is going to be a wake-up sign for Reggie to realize he needs to stop drinking and be delivered and surrender Mm. because alcohol can lead to death just like any other type of drug can lead to death. 
Yes. And one of the things I told Reggie when he called me Saturday, I was like, what do you want me to do? I can't do nothing. I said, everywhere you go, trouble follows. Mm-hmm. No, Mom, no, it don't, no, it don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I wasn't trying to put guilt on him, but he got to think about the role he plays, too. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that stuff around me. I don't at all. Now, I feel Again, you have to be willing. You have to be willing for deliverance to work. I have put laid hands on on him and prayed deliverance prayers. Uh, you know, spoke the the the, the mind to cat try and cast him out. But if he is not willing and give the permission, like mm-hmm. not willing to be delivered, my my laying of hands and prayer is not going to deliver him. You know, he has well, to and accept you know, and it and be willing. Uh, about Reggie, I turned Reggie over to God a long time ago, and I ain't taking it back because I can't do it. Right. I, I I can't do it. I can't do it. Sometimes I be, I need to be delivered from Him. I be saying I'm moving. I'm getting away from you. <laughs> <laughs> you the last one. <laughs> I, I had a number. It was countdown. We're gonna Reggie watch was, a miracle happen. I we have we serve a, a big God and and so you know. I continue to have hope because I have hope in, in God, and I know that, you know, uh, God can turn it around, and we're going to witness a, one of the biggest miracles happen, and that's going to be in him. <laughs> <laughs> I trust God. I just, I just hope that spirit don't just drop, drop it to a uh, writer because I see, because sometimes I'll be calling the writer Reggie. Reggie be like, writer be like, my name ain't writer. I'm writer. Reggie, I'm writer. I'll be like, Lord, I'm I'm the scene of spirit. <laughs> now, in regards to here are several different ways that the Lord can deliver as Moses and his people and how he can deliver you, softening your heart. Even though it may not be as easy or was as easy for the Israelites to believe that Moses had been sent by the Lord, but for those who exercise faith, the Lord could soften their heart to Moses' message. And that's the thing. Sometimes we got to soften our hearts because sometimes we can be so angry about things that have happened, things that are going on in the world. And one of the things it says is that you may sometimes have a hard time believing, understanding, or accepting something the Lord servant has said. But if you humbled and you're sincere, the Lord can deliver you from confusion, from bitterness, from frustration by softening your heart. Because you know what? There's a lot of cold people out there. There's a lot of hurt mm-hmm. people out there. Let's talk about softening, just softening your heart. Because you got to start with uh, you. Softening my softening the heart. Um, you know, I was angry as as a, as a child and growing up, I was pretty angry. And um, mm-hmm. you know, being humbled was an experience. You know, God brought me to my knees. You know, um, my anger took me to places that I did not foresee myself going. And um, the humbling part, it was almost like Pharaoh, that it was almost that after wave and wave of um, torment, the wave of wave of, uh, uh, what was that, Uh, plagues. (laughs) Mm -hmm. that I finally said, 
you know what? I surrender to you. You either gonna go, you either want to do this the easy way or the hard way. I don't know, but I was a hard headed child, you know. And the humbling part of for me was not an easy rope, not an easy thing to go through, you know. But it had to happen. So um, mm-hmm. the softening of my, of my heart didn't happen until I was until I actually allowed the Holy Spirit to to come in and. Mm-hmm. And, right. do, and let him do what he does, you know, because I think I was trying to play God or do things that were out of my scope, right, for myself. And it's like um, God uh-huh. humbled me and was like, no, you can't do that. That's not your job. That's not your place, yeah. you know. Um, you know what? So the my humbling process was, 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 was a was hard one for me. <laughs> my mother used to tell me, and I didn't know what she meant. And like I said, my mother transitioned 15 years ago. My mother told me, Jeanette, stop playing God. You can't save everybody. You out there yeah. trying to do this, 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 and it is not for you to do. Because sometimes when you are disobedient and you trying to do God's work, honey, I learned now, that ain't for me to do. It's not for me to do. It's not my job. Mm-hmm. Another one is softening mm-hmm. others' hearts. Now, after Moses was born, and they talk about how he declared that every Israelite boy and time to be killed, Moses was spared because his mother floated him down the river in a basket. Now, the thing is, sometimes we have to soften, or we don't get to soften, but sometimes, I, well, even in movies, you see people that are bad guys or evildoers, and then something comes upon them to have a change of heart. To, it's yeah, like, that's I Paul and Saul. Paul and Saul You know, something comes upon you. Hear me on this one. How a, how a killer can go into a church, shoot up a bunch of people, but everybody don't die. Or somebody go, it, it, because there are some people that have bad intentions. There are some people that got some, some spirits in there that can be kind of scary. But sometimes right. God can soften their heart and deliver them too. The next mm-hmm. one is giving you strength. Sometimes when we are at our weakest, when we don't know what to do, we can go to the Lord for strength. Yes. Another not by one? my might, but by your Girl. spirit. <laughs> uh-uh. Here's another one. Giving you a way to escape. Sometimes you feel that there's no way out, and you don't know what to do. But he can give you a way out. He can give you, inspiring you to find a solution. You may not always have mm-hmm. a resolution. But there could be a solution, an inspiring to help you. You know, that is one of the things, and I'm not talking about back, by playing God, but sometimes people miss their blessings because they may think that they may be getting over, and yet you just messed around and blocked your blessing because God could have put mm. on somebody else's heart to bless you, and now you done messed it up. And then it also talks about meeting your needs with miracles. Those are just some Mm -hmm. of the things. It says, our deliver, it says, the Lord has the power to deliver us from problems and troubles from day to day as we experience his deliverance daily. We increase our faith in his ultimate power to deliver us from the greatest challenges, which is sin and death. As we remember the Lord and his deliverance. Sorry. Yep. I call those all benefits of of having of walking hand in hand with the Holy Spirit in your day every day. Those are all the benefits that we get, you know. 
And I'm looking at something, and it says, how do we pray for self-deliverance? Because sometimes we'll, you know, that song, Lord, deliver me, because all I seem to do is hurt me, sometimes Mm -hmm. we be in the way. Sometimes we got to get out of the way for God to work his, do his little thing he got to do to work a miracle in us. And it says, how do I pray for self-deliverance? It says, Lord, dear Lord, I admit that I am a sinner and I have done many things that I do not, that do not please you. I admit that I have lived my life only for myself and I am sorry. Please forgive me. It's asking for forgiveness. That's all. That's good. It's asking for forgiveness. And and you know what? Mm-hmm. A lot of things when we start talking about that, even the power of deliverance, because we all need deliverance. And I'm going to tell you what it indicates here, and it talks about deliverance sets you free from spiritual bondage and barriers mm-hmm. that hold you back from walking in the victory that Jesus won for us on the cross of Calvary. See, we got individuals that is so tormented, that is so broken, that is so, like you talk about that anger. You know, it's okay to be angry, but sin not. Anger is an emotion, Mm -hmm, and anger mm -hmm, is a valid emotion, but anger is a secondary emotion. Because under Mm -hmm. the anger, either disappointment, frustration, irritation, it's always something up under the anger that we don't even pay any attention to, but our behavior right. shows that But we really don't even know sometimes what the primary emotion is because some individuals don't even know how to deal with those complex emotions. But when you start talking about the spiritual bondage, some strong ties, some holes, the bad habits, these things that keep us stuck, Mm-hmm. You to walk away from something. Now, it rescues you from affliction and bondage. It grants you total freedom from oppression, affliction, depression, and manipulation of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Girl, I like I like that. Now, when we talk about... Spending time in the world, spending time, like, listening to these things, like, this, getting the... A lot of people are walking around uh, deceived and um, just don't know the truth, you know? And so uh, spending time with God and knowing that being able to uh, have discernment, uh, having an encounter with God where He re- the Spirit reveals these things to you, you know, key, like learn, knowing these things. A lot of people are walking sure. around not knowing, you know, these One things. One of the things that you just said that's powerful is you got to develop a relationship. You've got mm-hmm. to develop a relationship. And so, like I said, some people don't know where to start. Now, I know that there are different individuals that listen to the show from different religions. And the one thing is I respect mm-hmm. all religions, all. You know, because you can learn something from anybody. Uh, I was talking to a person one day. She contacted me, and she was Mormon. And she was experiencing church hurt. Now, a lot of individuals have experienced church hurt, and it kind of turned them away. And this show is not to put to talk about religion. It's one of the things with all the attending um, Friendly Church of God in Christ, Love me to Mr. Hammond, Pastor Hammond. But Pastor Hammond would stand there and say, I don't have heaven or hell to put you in. Because he didn't. I don't either. 
None of us do. Mm-hmm. But by that right. token, a lot of times when we would ask or go to the pastor, we want the pastor to save us. The pastor can't save you. That's mm-hmm. your own relationship. When we start talking about mm-hmm. even life or death and life and death being in the power of the tongue, that part is so mm-hmm. true. Now, when we mm-hmm. talk about the different beliefs, and it says what does deliverance mean in Christianity, in Christianity, deliverance ministry refers to groups that perform practice rituals to cleanse people of demons and spirits. These groups attribute mm-hmm. to certain people physical, psychological, spiritual, emotional problems to activities these evil spirits have in their life. Now, some mm-hmm. individuals look at it differently, very differently. And deliverance is about men who feel weak around other individuals. But, but by that same token, deliverance is most well known to play out entirely differently than some people even know because it means different things to different people. You know, mm-hmm. and, and one of the things that I wanted to be talking about today is being set free, not holding on to this baggage, being able to mm-hmm. say, you know what, that may be who I used to be, but I've been set free from that. I'm not holding mm. on to these eyes. I'm not holding on to this pain. I'm not holding on to this baggage. You know, what helped you to be able to get rid of some of these things to where when we start talking about, you know, we know that salvation is free. And when we start talking about mm-hmm. salvation, what helped you? in regards to having a, not only say having a better understanding, but I'm looking at something and it talks about um, deliverance and it says nearly half a century, it's been initially released that deliverance is still just as shocking, engaging, and powerful. So when we start talking about that, individuals are still kind of stuck on what that means. And sometimes, you, you know, going to Bible study, Studying with individuals because you've got to know the word. Mm-hmm. You've got to read the word. What is your take yeah. on that? Um, I, I, um, you're asking me how, um, okay, what I think you're asking me is what set me free or what my understand when I didn't understand it, what allowed me to accept like, deliverance is when I mm-hmm. took, when I understood what Jesus did for me, he bore my mm-hmm. sins on the cross. Mm-hmm. When I accept, when I learned by being in the word, right, who, my mm-hmm. identity, my real identity, who God created me to be and who I am. When I am born again, I am a new creation. The old mm-hmm. has passed away. He is doing a new thing in me. You know, when I took that identity as my own and not who the world wanted me to be, who I've been, you know, because mm-hmm. I pleased the world. I gave the world everything the world wanted. Everything man wanted, I gave it. I did it, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, so when I took the truth, when I accepted what the word of God is, that Bible been sitting on my nightstand forever, all my life. But it wasn't until I opened it up. And, and and began to have the religion and spread the words of who God created me to be, who I am, is, mm-hmm. is when I was able to accept, when I was delivered from a lot of things, 
is knowing your identity in Christ, that he tells us who we are, who I am, who he created me. He gave me a purpose. I've been searching for a purpose forever, but he gave me one. I know my purpose today, you know. Wow. What delivered me from most of everything now, right, is who God is, right? Because before, I like to ask people that question too, who do you think God is? You think he's just a big God, untouchable on the throne, and he's looking down at you, the gonna, I don't know, and angry and this and that and going to send you down. No, he's a loving father. When I was able to know who God is really, right, for mm-hmm. myself, and then who he really created me to be, and I took on that identity when I was able to let go of shame and I'm not good enough, and I disobeyed him so much, I'm too far gone. No, 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 no. When I was able to know who he really is, right, mm-hmm. he's love, he's sovereign, he does forgive. And I was mm-hmm. able to accept my identity, right? He makes me, he puts on new garments of righteousness. I mean, he cleans me up. He makes me whole, right? Mm-hmm. I'm victorious. He gives me an identity that nobody, no man can take from me. Mm-hmm. So now today I walk with a confidence, and I and, and nobody and, and I will tell you, I'm not talking right right now because you, you you don't get it yet. I, my circumstances, you know you, you my past, nothing. Can't touch this, you know. And, and that's the thing because we talk about deliverance is defined as a rescue from bondage or danger. I tell people I got a covenant over me, and if you try to, if ain't nothing good gonna come by you. I'm good. I am good. Mm-hmm. So we start talking about deliverance in the Bible. It's the act of God whereby He rescues His people from peril. In the Old Testament, deliverance is focused primarily on God's removal of those who are in the midst of trouble or danger. See, sometimes when we get in trouble or danger, we don't know what to do. We don't know where to go. Now, he rescues his people from their enemies. Now, in Samuel, mm-hmm. 1 Samuel seventeen thirty-seven and Kings 26, from the hands of the wicked, sometimes we put ourselves mm-hmm. in some dangerous places, dangerous people, and we mm-hmm. need to stop playing. We really need to stop playing. And I'm not saying that um, that we are not going to be amongst other individuals, but you got to know who you are amongst. Now, he preserves. Right. You need to be able to discern spirits. Mm-hmm. From famine. Famine. And the you most can only do that by receiving the Holy Spirit, too. It's like you to discern to be able to discern. I couldn't do that as a kid. I hung around. <laughs> My mom would be like, why are you friends with those people, you know? Why can you be uh-huh. friends with that guy, person, you know? I, I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't have discernment. When I think of the song when it said, Lord, deliver me, because all I've seen to do is hurt me, and when she said, this is my exodus, this is my exodus, a lot of us don't even mm-hmm. know what that even means when we mm-hmm. talk about this is our exodus. And even in Exodus 3, 8, and it talks about, I've come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians to bring them out of that land to a good and broad land, a land full of milk and honey, to the place when the Canaanites and the I'll talk about the names of it, girl, I don't even know how to pronounce some of these names, but that is powerful right there. You know, when you know that somebody can come, somebody is going to help me. Somebody, mm-hmm. girl, 
And it can't always be your mama. It can't always be your daddy. Like I said, sometimes when you be calling me, I'll be like, what you want me to do? What can I do? God says, try me. He says, try me. (laughs) Try me. You'll see. Try me. You know? Try that. I like that. You I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk about deliverance from sins, rescue from trials, escape from the influence of the world, you know, there's a saying that say, I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. Meaning, I'm in the world, but I can't do a lot of stuff that people be doing, getting away with. That ain't going to work for me. Now, the escape and the influence of the world in the control of the evil ones come only through Christ, the Son of God, who has come and has given us understanding. But you're only going to understand if you understand his word, if you read his word, if you develop a relationship right. with him. And also so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true. Now, when we start talking about these things and, and talking about, you know, what and how, how, do we start in regards to having individuals, you know, and, and I'm looking and I'm going through some different things because taking that first step, some people think the first step got to be going to church. Dale, my whole Facebook on my other Facebook, I got kicked off Facebook. I got to reset everything. Oh, she's talking about I'm yeah. in <laughs> I got to fix Facebook because I messed it up. I don't know what the heck I did. But what is the first step, Janelle, when we start talking about these things? Because some people don't know where to start. They don't even know. I would would say um, accept. accept, You you need to walk through the prayer. Um, You need to walk through the understanding of, of salvation. Mm-hmm. And uh, confess who Jesus mm-hmm. is in your as uh, and accept Jesus as Lord, Lord of your life and Savior, and um, and at that and also you know receive the Holy Spirit. It's by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit reveals all things. So you first mm-hmm. have to receive the Spirit of God to to start your process. This this is not. You know, you accept the Lord, and tomorrow you're not going to sin anymore, and you're going to understand everything. This is a process, you know. So the first step is understanding who who Jesus is. Um, Come to that belief, who Jesus is as Lord and Savior, as the one way, and then receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, is who who reveals all things. The word is not, we don't understand it in our natural. It's not meant to mm-hmm. understand in your natural. You can open, an unbeliever or a new believer can open up the word and they're either just going to read it for just um, in our natural carnal like mind, like um, uh, education, I don't know, try to make sense of it. Uh, you need to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that reveals the truth of, of what the word is. Um, I would say start there. Um, seek. Um, uh, yeah, counsel. I mean, I would say yeah, go to church, but find somebody else who's a, a more experienced believer. Walk through mm-hmm. the uh, uh, salvation and start there, and then 
join a Bible study group of friends. Like, I have Bible study twice a day, in the morning and the evening, and it's, and it's just the homies. I'm talking about people from uh, drug addiction, jail, uh, you know, the street. You know, we are all real people that are now mm-hmm. beginning this walk with, with Christ and just getting in the word. You know, that's if, homies, friends, that's what we should, if we care, if we love one another, we should care about each other's salvation. And we, we just read the word together, a devotional, and we speak about it with each other. Right. Start there. You know, you don't have to right. go to church every Sunday. Da, 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 da. The, you just got to start having a personal relationship, and God's going to reveal himself. Correct. One of the things that it talks about when we talk about deliverance in the first step is you got to repent. you got to acknowledge mm-hmm. what's going on. you got to acknowledge but that we're wrong. Repentance means asking Jesus to forgive mm-hmm. our sins. It means turning around and walking in the opposite direction you're walking. During all inner healing and deliverance, the altar workers can lead a person to repent in prayer to repent. And repentance is like the salvation prayer. And the Bible says, confess with Mm -hmm. your mouth and believe in your Mm -hmm. heart. God raised Jesus from Mm -hmm. the dead. If you confess me, I will confess you to my Father in heaven. And therefore, repentance is spoken out. And that's the first thing. You got to repent. But sometimes people hold on to it. They don't want to repent. And then you got to renounce. And want to repent because they don't have the under, they're afraid, and they're going from a place of being afraid to bring things to God. But when you understand who God is, that He wants all of that junk, give it to Him. You know, it's easier to come to go bring it to Him and leave it there with Him. You know. Mhm. So then, after mm-hmm. you repent and renounce, this step is very important. The person must renounce out loud every demonic stronghold separately, one at a time. This proclaims to the authority who we serve, who we believe in, and who we pledge our allegiance to. And that's a whole other thing. It's that the person wants the spirit gone with all of its slavery, bondage, symptoms, and oppressions from the demonic realm. Rebuking mm-hmm. is not the same as renouncing because sometimes we say, I rebuke that demon, I rebuke this, I rebuke. You can go around rebuke, rebuke, rebuke all you want, and sometimes things don't happen. But one must renounce, mm-hmm. pact, vows, and agreement with the enemy. And in the case of the unholy soul tie, those are things that mm-hmm. we need to be careful of. And in case with which witchcraft or occult involvement, Every participation must be renounced specifically and audibly. It gotta come out of right. your mouth. It mm-hmm. gotta come out of your mouth. You know, another thing, right. um, Giselle, is you gotta break the yoke. A stronghold is a demonic fortress of thoughts housing evil spirits that control, dictate, influence your attitudes and behavior. You gotta break that yoke. Sometimes it's hard for individuals to become delivered. Because they don't know how to break that stronghold or break that yoke. Now, strongholds have the power to oppress, discourage, and filter how you view or react to situations, circumstances, or people. A person cannot free themselves of a stronghold. Even in Psalm 33:16b says that a mighty man cannot deliver himself. See, sometimes we think, oh, I got this. I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. That's Mm-mm, why. The power is in the Lord. We ain't got no power without the Lord. Girl, uh-uh. That's why they oh, got all the work. 
That's why when you go take it to the altar, they got people working the altar because the spirit mm-hmm. is addressed by the altar worker and commanded to go in mm-hmm. Jesus' mm-hmm. name. So, and then we got to command the spirit to go. Yep. In Jesus' name. Yeah, I know who you're talking to. These spirits have names. These spirits have yep. names, you know. They're, you know. they're a sign, you know. You have to know. You have to know so, yeah, it takes a more experienced uh, one who's, you know, experienced and, and know, you know, how to do this. See, and that's why I like for individuals that call in that have different religious beliefs because I want to know what they do. I want to know how they go about it. I want to know... You know, we put, we touch, we lay hands, we put oil. Not everybody do that. I was getting to, and I was talking about the lady that had called me about the church hurt, and I said, when was the last time you went to church? She said three years. I said, okay, so how is this impacting you now? It really wasn't, but I knew that because of the belief system and she wasn't going to connect with me, Ain't want to hear nothing I had to say because sometimes we got to be delivered from being our biases. We got to be delivered Mm -hmm. from our racist views. We got to be delivered from disrespect. There's a lot of things Mm -hmm. that people, they're not even aware of. And it was crazy Mm because I knew I wouldn't ever talk to that woman again. Once that woman found out I was black and that woman (laughs) picked up that I was a child of God. She wasn't going to want to have nothing to talk to me about no more. And I knew that. So we got to be filled. Once the yoke is broken and the spirit commanded to go, we got to be filled with something else. You talked about that a little bit by replacing okay. it with something else. That feeling with joy, that feeling with, man, you, you just don't know how good it feels sometimes. Because we don't realize that some strongholds and that bondage, girl, it can a- a- affect our body. It can oh, it, yeah. it have all jacked up. Can't sleep. Yeah, it manifests itself. It manifests itself into in in ways. You know, it's no good. Mhm. Yeah. No good at all. Because we shouldn't have to suffer. We shouldn't have to go through all of these things. But sometimes we inflict these things upon ourselves. We inflict things upon ourselves. So when we talk about deliverance, and if anybody want to call in, you can give me a call at 516-387-1914. Because I want individuals, as we're talking about these different things, and even with teaching on deliverance and talking about how to be delivered and individuals go about things differently, I want to make sure that, again, it talks about that the Lord has power to deliver us from problems and troubles from day to day, and we have to increase our faith in his ultimate power to deliver us from the greatest challenges. Increase our faith. We have to increase mm-hmm. our faith. And a lot of times we don't want to believe, and like I said, this is for believers as well as non-believers. So when we start talking about these things, and some individuals, and we got to make sure that when individuals say that they've been delivered from certain things, that they're not manipulating us. Because sometimes individuals will know what you want of them, 
And they'll make it seem like, oh, well, I've been delivered. And, oh, no, you ain't. You're still doing the same I'll, old thing. I'll, I'll ask this about deliverance with that. Um, there's, I can't remember the exact scripture, but the spirit can leave. The demonic spirit can leave, but what it does, right? And the scripture that talks about it will leave and roam and have nowhere to go, and it will come back to to come back and see that the they use the analogy like the it will see that the home is nicely swept up and clean, but it will go and go get six more other spirits, more demonic, come back. So you gotta stay. God says, guard yourself. God, be be on um alert, alert. Like like mm-hmm. you could be delivered. I could be delivered for something, but if I'm not. Uh, have discernment if I'm if I'm not being um uh alert, uh, alert like uh, if I'm not guarding myself that spirit could come back with six more even more worse and come back in back into me and it worse than before you get what I'm saying oh yeah oh yeah well yeah, you know what I want to hear it's about Psalm uh, seven uh, the word is called stay vigilant and you got to stay vigilant yeah stay vigilant okay. and, and be able to discern and all that comes through the Holy Spirit you know. Yeah, One of the things it talks about in Psalms thirty four seventeen, and it says the righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. Now, God may not want when you want him to, but he's always going to be on time. He's always mm-hmm. going to be on time. And mm-hmm. also in Psalms thirty four four, it says, "I sought the Lord, and He answered me. He delivered me from all my fears." Many of us walk around here in fear, disbelief, dismay. We got to do better. We really got to do That's not of God. That's not of God. He says, don't worry. Do not fear. You know, it's almost when you are, when you have received the Lord and and say, I start walking in fear or worry and I start worrying, that's not of God. I'm actually almost being disobedient. I'm almost saying Mm -hmm. like that he is not who he says he is. I'm calling him a liar. You know? Mm-hmm. So you got to walk in the truth. He says, don't worry, don't fear, I got you. You got to stand on his promises. You know? You got to, that's the faith. You know? You have to stand on that. That's your faith mm-hmm. and belief. You got to believe every word that he says is true. Mm-hmm. Even in Isaiah 43, verses 18 through 19, and in verse 18 it says, forget the formal things, do not dwell in the past. A lot of times it's hard for individuals to be delivered from certain things because they hold on to the past. They hold on to things because they're getting something out of it. It's like, why are you holding on to this? And in 19 it says, see, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up, do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Now, although he's making a way, we get so used to the old ways, we don't even know how to adapt. We just lost. No. And, and that's where we get in trouble, because you're lost. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm looking at First John 5, 4 to 5. It says, for everyone born of God becomes the world. This is a victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes in Jesus, the Son of God. Now, when we start talking about this, this is no disrespect to any other religion or anything like that. But by that same token, like I said, I want to know 
How do they go about deliverance? How do they go about repenting? How do they go about asking for forgiveness and asking God to remove these things from them so that they can become a better version of themselves and walk Christ-like? A lot of times we don't really know whether you are a believer or non-believer. And like I said, this is not to make nobody a holy roller. This is not to say that nobody is perfect because they're not. And we also have to put on the full armor of God so that you can take mm-hmm. your stand against the devil's schemes. A lot of times we get so caught up in things that we don't even know how to let some stuff go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Now, I say, I, I use this term, don't, don't, don't let the devil pimp you out. We're using the same little tricks and stuff, worries and fears and living in, that, and living in, in the past, not, letting, not being able to let go. Don't let, don't let the devil pimp you out like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Don't let the devil pimp you out. You've been pimped. <laughs> yeah. Pimped and played. Pimped. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> God makes you righteous. God makes you home. 
I, I'm a recovering addict, but no, God says you're not a recovering addict. You are righteous. You are uh, the righteousness of God, Janelle. You are you are mm-hmm. a new creation. I give you a new name. Walk in your newness, and, and, and it's a process of learning who that new person is, who God made mm-hmm. me. The next thing is walking, learning to walk in the newness, in your newness. And that, like that. that is only going to come from spending time with God and knowing what that, who that person is. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know mm-hmm. what? I need to do it just about that period because a lot of times individuals, like they say, don't be ashamed of the gospel. Now, in walking in your newness of life, and that's also in Romans 6, and it says, although God's grace has come to the world to bring reconciliation and justice, it also talks about there are still evil spirits or evil spiritual powers at work opposing the life-giving power of God's grace. Paul often personifies these evil spiritual forces, calling them by name. Got the flesh. We got death. We got, you know, being in the world. But human beings must choose whether through their actions and daily life are partnered with God through Christ with these evil forces. Everything that's good, you think is good to you, may not be good for you. And he compares walking in newness of a life to Christ's new life after being raised from the dead, raised from the dead by the glory of his Father. We, too, walk in the newness of our lives. In our lives, here and now, we begin to live, walk, in reconciliation, in justice, just as lives now. You know, and and I like that because a lot of times individuals want to remind you of who you mm-hmm. are, what you yes, need, da 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 Brace your newness. Now, mm-hmm. before you have to be bold and courage and confidence and speak it and speak it. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do you enter into newness? It is God's desire that you walk in blessings. And you must understand that you were created to rule. You have mm-hmm. a mandate to dominate the earth, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you so that you will have all sufficiency in all things. Mm-hmm. Walker in power, <laughs> truth, and authority. That's right. Girl, I like that. Because like I said, even with this show today, I waited to the last minute to put things we're good to put things together. So I gotta fix I gotta go there and make writers some dinner first. And um mm-hmm. but by that same token, when you let God use you, when you let God work through you, and when you are obedient, you never know mm-hmm. how you may be a blessing for another. And I appreciate you for adding to the show today. I really do. Because even though this was a topic that was on my heart about being delivered, because I know that a lot of individuals have strongholds on them, a lot of individuals are struggling in a lot of areas of their life, that they don't know how to release some of these things and let some of these things go. We say, take it to God, take it to Jehovah, take it to the altar. we got to take it somewhere. we got to start somewhere. Because if you keep holding on, it's going to eat you up and it will result in death. Mm-hmm. What do That's you want to listen to before we end today, tonight, rather? What 
leave them with? Uh, seek, seek, and you'll find. Knock, you'll answer. Like all these questions are mine. Just try, God. Just try, God. Just see. Just try, and you'll see. There you, you go. Should. Like you say, if nothing else mm-hmm. is working, if nothing else can work, it you can't run to your mama, you can't mm-hmm. run to your daddy, you can't run to your friends, you can't. Girl, mm-hmm. try. Been there, been there. <laughs> 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 I one time my mother said, I called my mother and asked her something. She said, what am I supposed to do, scratch my butt and give you an answer? I said, oh, Lord, no, this woman didn't just say that. You know, <laughs> and it's a fall out from the sky, huh? I'm scratch my butt and give you an answer. Because I was one of those people I needed to know, and I want to know now. But I had to learn how to develop patience. I had to learn that not everybody think like me, that everybody ain't going to do things like me. It's not going to be... That was hard for me because I just didn't understand what's wrong, you know. But I get it now. I totally get it. But by that same token, there are, like I said, if you are struggling, find you a church home. There's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff on YouTube. There's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. out there. Bible yeah. study. Get in the Word. You know, it's about going to church is more about fellowship, but you can worship God in the privacy of your own home. You really can. Mm-hmm. There's so yeah. out there. There's so much stuff. But you do got to be aware of false prophets, and you got to remember that the pastor is not God. We put so much mm-hmm. faith in man, and we get disappointed. Yeah, you have to get to know the word for yourself so you're able to discern the truth from a lie. You have to receive the Holy Spirit to receive revelation. you got to know the word. You can't take somebody else's word. You could listen to sermons all day, but you got to know for yourself. I mean, you got to know the truth for yourself. That's so true. Well, I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I appreciate you. I know next Tuesday the um, gentleman that was supposed to be on the show with me today, Dr. Tuff, he wasn't able to make it because he had uh, something to do. But he's going to be on with us next Tuesday, and he's going to talk about too blessed because a lot of us are carrying a lot of stress, and it's impacting us in a lot of ways. So we're going to be um, talking about this. That could be off the phone, and I'm not. So we wait a minute. I'm going to call coming in. Okay. Ask him, I'll be like, look, you got something you want to add to the show? <laughs> he is right on time. It's that. Hello? Hello? I'm still with me. I'm still on the radio, so now you on the radio. Anything you want to add to the show as we talk about it? Oh, okay. Oh, Tanya is on here. Gotcha. Okay, so again, hey, Tanya, see you out there. I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments. And remember, next Tuesday, we're going to be talking about Too Blessed to be Stressed. Thank you for joining me. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.